Hello, and welcome to our weekly podcast of Who's Here in the Hamptons. I'm Dan Rettiner, your host, broadcasting from my home in the Hamptons, where I have lived for over 55 years. I've written a dozen books about this glorious place, and I've seen it grow through the years from small tourist towns, quaint fishing villages, and a summer playground for high society, to what it is today, a world-class resort for celebrities, artists, musicians, authors, and billionaires. In my podcast, I will bring you interviews with not only these people, but also prominent local people who have helped shape the Hamptons. I'd like to welcome to today's podcast, Monty Farber, a celestial mechanic who lives up in East Hampton and uh, tinkers with stars and planets to find out things that most of us don't know. For example, directly behind you, I see uh, what I see is East Hampton, but uh, it uh, doesn't look like any East Hampton that I have ever seen before, but I guess it's how you see it. It's uh, called Poseidia. It's a fabric collage tapestry by my wife, Amy Zerner, and it's one of the islands of Atlantis before Atlantis supposedly sank. Well, I see El Saturn is up there. Yep, Saturn's there. Saturn and the planet Uranus, the butt of all astrology humor, Uranus, is uh, making a 90-degree angle to each other, and that is one of the explanations for why things are so crazy, because Uranus represents crazy, exciting, out-of-the-blue revolution. How did you get interested in this from your original plan of becoming an accountant? It's funny, because that's what my parents wanted. Um, (laughs) uh, Well, when I met Amy in 1974, she was studying astrology, and I was studying Amy, so I learned astrology. I I had thought it was nonsense, so I never feel uh, any animosity to anyone who doesn't believe in it, because I used to think it was nonsense myself. But I saw there was something to it, and I've actually made a career out of it. What did you see that uh, there was something to it? How does it work? Well, the way astrology works is if you look at an astrology chart, it, what it is, it's a map of how the planets lined up around you when you were born. This is the way they are today. It looks like a pizza with 12 slices. And each one of the toppings is a planet. And each one of the signs is a cheese. I'm making myself hungry now. Um, but But... An astrologer can look at this. It's actually a psychological language. The sun means your ego. Mars is the energy to get what you want to get. The moon is your emotions. You know, it has it has different kinds of meanings. And when I saw, uh, Amy had a friend, Rupert Smith, who used to do all the printing for uh, Andy Warhol. They, Amy and, and Rupert had been roommates at Pratt. And he read my chart. And at the time, as you know, I was a musician. And he said to me, uh, I, I didn't know he was right at the time, but uh, he said, you know, the, the music's great and everything, but you're going to make it as a writer. And I now have over 3 million books in print in 18 languages. I know it, it shocks me as well. <laughs> I can't believe it myself. Here's, here, I'll show what you. Was, what was your latest book? What's your newest one? My latest book, that's a really good question. It's called uh, Mindful Astrology. It came out in April. It's in its third printing. And it's from Quarto. We don't do any, people ask us about self-publishing. We don't do self-publishing. It's called Mindful Astrology. As It's in its third printing, but right now, as you know, with all the supply disruptions, every everything is dis, uh, delayed, but it keeps selling out every time it sells, as does my Karma Cards, which was my first book, which just came out in, in Chinese. 
This came out in 1988. It's been in continuous print since then. And it's an astrology card game that tells the future and teaches you astrology. It's called Karma Cards. What uh, what does it tell you that uh, uh, is going to happen in the next year or two? Do you want me to make predictions as an astrologer or, you, or using the, the game I invented? or, or As an astrologer... Uh, we knew that something was coming in, uh, in you know, with the, the whole COVID nightmare. We knew something was coming because the planets Saturn and Pluto got together in the sign of Capricorn, in the cheese of, of Capricorn. And that has only happened five times since the time of Jesus. It has gotten together in a lot of other signs, but for some reason, Capricorn only five times. And every time it does, there's a paradigm shift, like uh, when... When Kublai Khan took over China, and he may he said, "Okay, you're all Confucianists, but guess what? Today you're all Buddhists. If you don't like it, we kill you." You know, and and the same thing with uh, Cortez. You know, every time Saturn and Pluto gets together, some major world event happened. I, I did not know it was going to be the, the the pandemic, but I knew something was going to be a, a major change. And God, we have not been disappointed on that. How? Uh, when did the change start? The actual exact conjunction, because they're slow moving, Pluto takes 240 years to go around the solar system, Saturn takes around 30. Uh, the actual exact conjunction happened on January 12th, 2020. So or maybe January 13th. And there's, there's other interesting things in astrology too. And I've been saying this for years. The last time the planet Neptune was in the sign Pisces, which it's in now and it has been for a while, because Neptune's in a sign for 14 years. Last time it was there and, and the planet... Um, excuse me, Uranus was in uh, Taurus, which is where it is now, was in the run-up to the American Civil War. And so we have seen, you know, people right now, they don't want to wait anymore for civil rights. And this is people across the whole spectrum. And, and you know, the, um, the astrology is, is really timing and psychological timing. So it's like the United States has a chart. It was born on 1776. And the planet Pluto has gone around a whole revolution since that time. And if you look back in history, no empire has ever lasted longer than one Pluto revolution. Or if it's Rome or China, they go through tremendous changes and it has to be revolutionized. So I think you see the United States is doing that right now. And, and so once again, astrology is all about time and timing. I know it sounds specious. And like I said, I don't blame anybody for thinking it's nonsense, but I found a lot in it. I originally was going to be a scientist, not an accountant. <laughs> Where are you from originally? Brooklyn, the other end of the Hamptons. <laughs> yeah. that's, My father that's, was a New York City police sergeant. How did you Imagine do the conversations we had? How did you do, uh, come to decide to come out east? Well, once again, it was Amy. You know, we, we met in uh, 1974. October 23rd, 1974, at the filming of a porno movie, clean scene, but it was at the filming of a porno movie, rooftop party scene. I was playing music in the band. And by May, we I moved out here. Amy grew up out here. She's a graduate of East Hampton High School. Um, and, and we're in the same house that she has been in since 1967. We added her studio, which is as big as a house. And we're just doing our thing, like you. What do you expect uh, will be happening in the world in the next couple of years? Well, unfortunately, I do think the whole COVID thing, I mean, 
you know, colds come every season. I think the whole COVID thing is going to be with us at least well into 2022. I think there's going to be a revolution in, in this country in the sense of a positive one. I think um, people don't want stupid no more, you know, because you can't fix stupid. So I think that uh, there's going to be a lot of, of changes in a positive way where I think there's going to be um, people really getting involved in politics. I, I know that's that's probably sounds more specious than astrology, but I do think it's <laughs> going to happen <laughs> because oh, I think people have had enough. <laughs> that's, you know, it's like, uh, what's that network? Uh, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. Yeah. People are throwing their televisions out the window. So now they're so light, you can really do it. I guess so. What uh, are some of the different books about? How do they differ from one another? God, you ask great questions. You have Karma Cards, which is this astrology card game that teaches you astrology. And at the same time, you can have fun and predict your future. I actually uh, have Astrology for Wellness, which I did with Amy. Uh, this we did for Barnes & Noble's publisher, which is called uh, Sterling Ethos Sterling. And we actually have a cookbook. Signs and Seasons, which we did for HarperCollins, which you can learn astrology at the same time you're learning what's best for your sign. And it's a lot of fun. I, everything we do is fun because as Willie Allen says, funny is money. And we like to have fun. So, and astrology is fun. It, it, it really is. And those are just some of the books we've actually done. Like, it seems like we, we've actually done 50 books because uh, Amy is a very famous um collage artist who did something called the Enchanted Tarot, which is world famous and has uh, sold hundreds and hundreds of thousands of copies. So, and like I said, we're having fun. We live in the Hamptons. So what could be so bad? What do you like to do out here? Watch the birds, watch the waves. I like to garden sometimes, but I, I, I do enjoy the astrology and writing the books and helping Amy with her art and her art career. We collaborate on all these different things. Um, we're having a lot of fun. You know, it's like, it's like you said, every, every day you get up and you, you just, uh, you got to do your best. And, and that's what we try and do. We're trying to make a difference. Over, over the years, are, are there anything that you predicted that came to pass that uh, you oh, should, yeah. could share? Um, not necessarily this year, but I remember one year uh, we got interviewed for Jim uh, Kramer's The Street. I think this was even before Obama was president. And, and, and they came out because Amy is at Bergdorf Goodman with her fashions. And, you know, my books sell. We have our own shelf in every Barnes and Noble. So they came out to interview us as a successful couple. And then they asked me to make predictions. And I was right about the price of gold, the price of oil. And so they started coming back for more predictions until Jim Cramer realized <laughs> there was a psychic <laughs> astrologer on the street. And he put an end to that really fast. But I did about seven um, interviews, which I think we have on our YouTube channel, which is Monty, M-O-N-T-E, for Amy. So, so we, we I, you know, I predict people don't want to know. You know that scene in, in A Few Good Men where, <laughs> where he goes, you know, he goes, uh, you can't handle the truth. Uh, uh, because what's coming up, it's not easy. You know, it's just like we knew something was going to be a paradigm shifts are not easy because because to have the rebirth of the Phoenix, you also, have, you know, the Phoenix rises from the ashes. So the, the new stuff's going to come and it's going to be good. But look what's going on. You know, it's like World War V with the vaccine. It's like World War Five, Roman numeral five. 
you have the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. You know, I don't like things that divide people. One of the things about astrology I love is it shows everyone's got a chart. Everyone's got problems. Everyone has strengths and weaknesses, and they can use their strengths to compensate for their weaknesses. I like things that people that things that unite people, not that pull people apart. Astrology does that. It, it unites people. Though astrologers are usually not so united as, as, as a class of uh, business people. They usually, you know, it's like the joke about rabbis put two astrologers in a room, you get three opinions. It's very much like that. How does the, the tarot game work on the, when you showed me that's now in China? That's the uh, karma card game. The way it works is it's I've divided the planet signs and houses of an astrology pizza pie into these cards. And I made them into sentence fragments. And, and you read across. Uh, what we licensed it to Lifetime, and they put it on their website back in the day, and they called it the slot machine of fate, and, and the cards would spin around. Then they'd make sentences that answer your questions. The tarot is a completely different thing, and, and which is pretty cool, actually. The tarot is a lot of art, and, and you get things out of the art. You pick a card. We call it the first, the first um, search engine. Because, you know, just like search engines, you get an answer, you, pull, you have a question, you, you, you pull a card, and then you got to figure out what it means. And just like Google, because sometimes you get an answer from Google and you're like, what? What's that? I don't understand that. And then you got to figure out what it's talking about. But the tarot is an awesome thing. Uh, it's been around since the time of the Sforzas in Italy. Uh, but we've invented other oracles, too. That also just answer questions. That that's and the tarot is an oracle, but every oracle is not the tarot. That sounds like a Zen cone, but I didn't mean it to sound like that. <laughs> but you do ask good questions. Are there any uh, of your books that are local rather than international? Um, in other words, a book about the area? Yeah. No, actually, I I have been asked to write a book about my life stories because. Basically, I can't keep a job, so I've done a lot of different things. Uh, I was a you know, bodyguard for people in the movie business. Uh, I was a musician. And now as, as, an, as an author, because I have a lot of funny stories and growing up in Brooklyn. But, but um, I don't have anything. I, I mean, we did do a, a book on our relationship. And it, it, I think the Hamptons are like the third person in our relationship since Amy's mom passed. Because the Hamptons are so supportive of a relationship if, if you want the relationship to work. In what way? Well, it's so beautiful here. And in a lot of ways, the problems of the world don't impinge on us here. Those of us who are lucky enough to, to be able to pay our bills and to have a house that we can afford to pay for. I guess that's true of any place if, if you're in a situation where you're not scrambling. I mean, and for, for decades, we were scrambling. God, I remember when I was playing at Snuggler's Cove, playing music, we were living on, we, I think I was making $100 a week. Right now, you can spend $100 on lunch, you know, with the inflation that, that's coming up. But I, I, yeah, it was $50 a night, and I thought that was good. But but the Hamptons is, have been very good to us. I mean, Amy has loved it out here. She moved here from Pennsylvania. Her parents wanted to move from the mountains of Pennsylvania, which Amy's family is from there since before the American Revolution. And they had moved there to take care of her grandfather, but he passed. 
and and they asked her to um you know they wanted to move and amy was a cheerleader she was 16 and and, and so she, they asked her to use just pick a place they gave her a hundred mile map and she did this put her finger on springs they moved out and bought the house i'm sitting there it's crazy <laughs> but they had faith in her and then they wrote to her and said you'll love it de kooning lives around the corner which he did at the time and uh, she said who's de kooning because she was 16 but she found out he used to sit out front of this house with Amy's father, and they used to have a drink or two or three back in the day. So, I mean, you can't have experiences like that in many places where you'd see de Kooning ride by on his bicycle. I remember that. <laughs> you know, people, the people that worked for him, and um, there's, as you know, and you've known everybody out here, there's just such an amazing army of interesting people out here. It helps you develop as a person if you're paying attention and listening when they talk. I've enjoyed talking to you as I always am. I want to thank you for being on this podcast and it will be uh, posted in another week or two. And I hope you enjoy it. Thank you, Dan. And thank you for all you've done for the Hamptons and for us personally. Monty Farber, Celestial Mechanic. <laughs>